All right, welcome to another episode of Nerding Daily. So we're going to talk about the new movie, Alita Battle Angel. Yes. And we're going to talk about Oscars, the Oscars. Oh, we're going to do like our predictions? Maybe? Yeah, okay. I think so. For yeah. 2019, because it's tomorrow. Yes, it's tomorrow. Can't believe it. And I heard there's some like controversies with it too. Like there's some certain well, like... There's always controversies. Well, but they're not doing like, I don't know, best making or something. I don't know. Did yeah, you hear about so that? I did. Some... So yeah, they were going to... They've tried to make several changes this past year and they keep getting booed for or... these changes. And so they were mm. going to not air. That's what it was. They like were three air or it. four things, and they got such backlash. So now they are going to air. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't care. I'm like I'm always like I just want to get to the good stuff. Right. Show me the good stuff. Right. Give me the highlights. I did want to see like like they had cinematography and oh, Alfonso. Well, that's Qu- cool. Oh yeah, that's a cool one. And Alfonso Cuarón, who's a director, he's also a cinematographer. He did his own cinematography. And he's cinematography for Roma. And he's supposed to be the front runner. So I think that's kind of neat because it's actually a name you know. Like it's right. not just nobody's. But um, I mean, cinematography's good. And it was hair and makeup. And I figured there's two more. I think one was like short, short live action short subject, oh, that's which I'm was. like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't care about that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and maybe if I was in indus- in the industry, maybe something. Someday I will be in the industry, and I'll be like, I want to see that. Right. You know, but right now I don't. But the big complaint was they didn't even mention the short subject one. It was the it was cinematography and like I think film editing. Oh, and it's like these are like key. Like the one I think it was Alfonso Cuarón said. Right. You can make a movie without actors. Right. And without music, but you can't make a movie without cinematography and editing. Like no, you have to have that. No, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and so it's the cornerstone. So it needs to be that kind of stuff needs to be recognized. And I'm totally I totally agree with that. Right. And I'll be honest with you, if I was an editor and I was at the Oscars. I'd be okay if they didn't air it because I'm that kind of person <laughs> if I won. <laughs> right. Hey, Woody, so. Woody Allen has won a bunch of awards and he's been nominated for even more. He never goes to a He never show. goes, yeah. yeah. And now he's, yeah, Where exiled. He? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's exiled. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, we're going to start with Alita and then I guess we'll go back to the Oscars because we spent some time on it. Yeah. Yeah, this movie is based on like a graphic novel from like the 90s, I think. Yeah. Late nineties, early nineties, I don't know. It's a, ser- like a, a series of graphic novels. A series of yeah. them, yeah. And it's uh it's by uh, uh Yukido Kashiro. Nice. I hope I didn't butcher it. I think it was good. Yeah. Um he's an amazing uh writer and I, I've read one of them and you have two. And I read that same one, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty good. I mean, there's a little bit of cheese, but it's a comic book, so it's not a big deal. Right. So I've been waiting for this movie since the animes. The animes is what made me think this would be a great film. Right. And um, James Cameron's been talking about it for years. Right. Decades. Right. And mm. actually, I think this was, um, we were worried about this. Yeah. We were actually like kind of worried. Uh, I mean, I thought it always looked fine to me, but uh, when they were pushing it back, I even got worried. Yeah. Two two different pushbacks. One, I think it was originally supposed to be in the summer, right? I can't remember. I, I think it was. It I was always like August. remember like November. That was like the day the date or the month that was in my head okay November. yeah and then they, they pushed it back to around christmas time or whatever and then they pushed it back till february and it's like oh goodness that's not good that's never a good sign no but this time i, I would have to say well i guess we could pick it apart we could pick it apart we or, could pick it apart but i thoroughly enjoyed it and i might yeah. even go see it again i i really did like it i left pretty satisfied yeah and even days later thinking back on it and talking to other people i even got like more excited about yeah it. me too yeah because it has a couple <laughs> cheese ball parts that are very yeah. like and honestly because of reading the book i'm like i totally understand it if i didn't read yeah. the book i might be like eh. but um 
But I don't know. It was, I mean, and some of the, like, James Cameron was one of the writers. And he's a great visionary, but he's never, he's always been known as someone who's a poor writer of dialogue. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. like, that would definitely be a part of it. The love story was a little bit, you know, silly. Yeah. Kind of typical James Cameron love stories. But um, Robert Rodriguez was the director. He had his own take on it, plus Cameron's. And it was just, man, I mean, it is a great cinematic experience. Yeah. Totally. We saw it in 3D IMAX. Totally worth it. Oh, yeah. I, I would, I'm actually going to say this. This was the most, um, the 3D was the, the most seamless 3D I've ever seen. Like, I agree. Oftentimes, like we saw, we saw a trailer for Dumbo in 3D. Oh, yeah. Which, first of all, not interested. But no. second of all, like, there was the opening scene of the trailer looked terrible. Like it just like the shot, like it was 3D and it looked like just cheap 3D. Yeah. And oftentimes in a 3D movie, no matter how good it is, there are times where you're like, you're kind of outside of the movie and you're like, oh, this is, I'm watching a 3D movie. Like right. this is just kind of cheesy 3D. Yeah. Like video, it almost feels like a video game. Right. Yeah. And so in the trailer, I remember seeing like when that, when that one guy would kind of like shoot out part of his like fingers and they would have like blades on them and like mm-hmm. it came at the camera and i'm like oh it's just like cheesy 3d stuff but actually seeing the 3d i would yeah. not say that I, no. there was i don't think there was a single time where i was like this is a 3d movie like it just sometimes i just forgot yeah me too like, like it was like just seamless it was and and usually with 3d movies it's like i noticed this with i think we saw uh did we see rogue one in 3d we saw one of the star wars in i think i know we yeah, it was Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I enjoyed it, but it felt really gamey to me. Like, <coughs> especially some of the yeah. spaceships and stuff. Sometimes when you just watch it uh, on regular digital or whatever, like, you ignore certain elements. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel plastic. This, she was almost too real. Like, oh, yeah. She, I, I forgot that that's not her real face. <laughs> right. Well, and like... Um, uh, you know, there are... Um, I don't see a lot of movies in 3D unless mm-hmm. they were filmed in 3D. Right. Um, with 3D cameras and they weren't converted. But even then, I mean, this was just, it was just perfect. Like, the visuals are just amazing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so so visually we gave it, we give it like, I don't know, four stars or whatever. Yeah. And then the cast, the cast was really good. The acting was really good. Yeah. Nobody really annoyed me. Like, there's always an act. Even if I really love a movie, there's always an actor or an actress that kind of, oh, that person's not, not like bringing their A game right. or something, you know? You know, I, I think Jennifer Connelly's an amazing actress, and I've, I've loved her for a long time. But I wasn't, she was probably my least favorite in this. Yeah. She I mean, didn't seem to blend as well. She, and Well, but she didn't really have a lot of um, range, to be honest. Right. For the character, anyway. I don't even remember her in the comics, actually. Neither do I. I think she I remember, was added. Yeah. I don't. And, and, you know, sometimes when you have bad dialogue, it's harder to get better acting. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mahershala Ali, who's, we'll talk about him with Oscars. Um, oh, man. He was awesome. He was and so good. There's a, I don't want to give too much away because I really, I want people to see this because I want them to make enough money to make a sequel. <laughs> like Right, right. Um, but there was a scene where, there's a couple different scenes where the big bad, who you barely ever see, and it's a cameo mm-hmm. uh, of an actor that you should know, but um the big bad he he sees through other people's eyes and they their eyes turn like this unnatural blue and then he's talking through them but it's the same person person it's like they so take over their bodies yeah so he's taking over mahershal <laughs> ali's body so it's mahershal ali's voice but he's talking you know as as this big bad and so there was a scene where there was one thing happening to his body and and the voice who's not being affected by this is completely calm. And the way Mahershala Ali acted that was just yeah. perfect. Cause he's like calm and freaking out at the same time. It's like, just uncanny. Like, oh, I mean, so you, you 
you believe that somebody else is taking hold of his body. It makes yeah. you like without question, you're like, this is insane. Like you don't even question yeah. it. Like you don't even you're not gonna even know it because we're the ones that brought it up. Right. I yeah. mean, it, it, then you'll be like, Oh, oh, I see. If you yeah. saw it without this, you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To even appreciate it. But it no, was amazing. It was the acting was awesome. Christoph Waltz was great. You usually see him as a villain and it was right. nice to see him in the well, and, different and role. What I loved about is what's his name? Mahershala. 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 Yeah. What I loved about him is his look. Yeah, he's so cool. And I thought, <laughs> what a perfect reboot for Blade would he be? Oh, uh, I've actually heard rumors that that's what they that's what people want. Uh, I think he would be an amazing Blade. He would be an amazing Blade. Yeah. He is yeah, he's super cool. He is a cool dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the other actors. Sorry, I just had to interject that. No, that's fine. Yeah, Chris Christoph Waltz. Um, was perfect casting for. Yeah, he looks like the comic. And yeah, he, he it's amazing. It's, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, and then they didn't CGI his face. He looks, yeah. <laughs> looks like the character. <laughs> Is it Ido? Ido. Doctor yeah. Ido. Um, um, the guy who plays the pan Ed Scrine or whatever. He was good. Um, yeah. You know, in the previews, the first preview you see, and it's just Side like pan. that face on that robot body you're just kind of like that looks kind of stupid yeah but in the movie it was perfectly fine no i know it didn't bother me at all and it actually looked like normal like it's weird how you get accustomed to it or they, yeah. they kind of ease you into it a yeah. little bit yeah because it's not constant and then it's weird how it becomes because in a like i don't know why but like in a preview it looks cheesy yeah and I don't know if it's just not as rendered right or was it ready yet. And then in the movie, it felt more natural. Right. It was interesting. Maybe it's because we get to see him more in actual movements instead of action movements. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, one thing that I liked about the movie was you have movies that are sometimes set hundreds of years in the future. Mm-hmm. And, and yet it's too similar to modern day. Yep. And I didn't get this with this at all. This mm-hmm. was like a different world. I mean, it would be like being in the future. I mean, there's some similarities, but there's a lot of things that are just completely different. There was one thing that near the beginning I noticed Ido, uh, or Ido or whatever, Christoph Waltz's character, mm-hmm. was using a keyboard that was basically what a modern keyboard would be like. Right. And that kind of annoyed me. But it was just brief. But everything else other than that was like, man, this is like... This feels like a hundred couples, a hundred years in the future. Like, right. It felt and, far there. And it was awesome. Like it had like that, you know, floating city and then, which is cool. Cause you actually never see it. You never no. go up there. No, it's, that's, what's cool. And, they, and, and there's a, there's a definite poverty level. Oh yeah. Like, and you know, people are, I, I, it's a melting pot. I mean, the whole world is like one place now. Yeah. Like <laughs> half cyborg, half human. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And humans becoming cyborgs and having cyborg arms and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was really cool. And then uh, Rollerball was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. I, I was, I, I think it was done very well. It wasn't like Transformers where you couldn't tell what was happening. It wasn't so fast that you were missing things. No, you I totally got it. I felt like I could see everything going on. And yeah. it didn't feel like the physics too. Sometimes the physics yeah, is off. you're right. And it wasn't in this. So they really outdid themselves. Right. Avatar, there's some parts where the physics are definitely right. off. Right. Or, or Will Smith's Blue Genie. <laughs> oh, physics gosh. are way off. <laughs> yeah. We had to bring up the Smurf Genie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Will Smurf? Will Smurf. Oh, He blew gosh. himself. You gotta be smurfing me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. It was, it's totally worth it. Totally go see yeah. it because I want to see a sequel. They want to make... Cameron's got three planned. Um, cool. 
have to say, I mentioned Cameron a lot because he's he's the visionary behind it for the past like twenty years. He's been one to do this. But, but Rodriguez, Rodriguez, you know, yeah. like when he first came on the scene, like he was real promising and real, you know, El Mariachi and Desperado, like they're fun movies. And I, I've kind of forgotten that he was. I was excited about him at one point, and, I was, and like he was good because he hasn't been good in a long time. No, it has been a while. Yeah. And, and, and yet you felt his style. Like it wasn't just like you're watching a Cameron film. Like you definitely felt his style, Yep. but it was like, man, this is good. Like well, he's, he did a good job directing. it. And it's kind of like the right kind of movie for him because he does well with those action and violent movies. Yeah. <laughs> he does do well and, with and, <laughs> and he always adds a little bit of cheese. Yeah. And, and but it's not one, too much. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much in some Sometimes of his other movies. Yeah. But on this one, I thought it was all right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, good job, Robert. It's definitely fitting. Rodriguez. Yeah, I was very pleased with this movie. Definitely go see it. It's worth the money. I would like to see more. Um, wow, did we already wrap this up? Are we all done with it? I guess. I mean, well, we don't want to spoil it. I don't it. want to spoil it. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the what's her name? Rosa Salazar is the lead. Oh, yeah, great. we almost forgot. Yeah, yeah, she was really good. Um, well, it's hard to remember that she's real. Right? She's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And it's, yeah, it's hard to remember that she's actually a different, yeah. like has a different face. Like yes. there's, there's some similarities. There are. Um, but, uh, and it's, yeah. it's hard to know, like how, I don't know if it was capture motion they used for her. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's a whole, I mean, is that a thing yet for Oscars? That's Not yet. Cap- it needs Not to yet. be. No. It, it and when it does, be. it'll be Andy Circus. Yeah. I just rewatched uh Tin Tin last night with, with my kids and it's just like. He's insane. He's man. his. He's just all over the place, man. He's so good. He is our like Buster Keaton or yeah. or uh, Charlie Chaplin. He needs Whatever. he needs that recognition. Yeah, he he's definitely uh, a he, he's definitely what do you call that a founder? I guess. Oh yeah, the he's, he's the the king of it. Like <laughs> it's a revolutionary. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but no, she did great, and the the effects. I mean, even just the skin and the face, and you know, I mean, everything. Like, it just was so realistic looking. Right. Um, yeah, the physics were great. You're right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah and it's totally totally worth it in theaters. Can't keep say, can't say that enough. I'm hoping the next, if they do make more, I'm hoping they keep improving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a bad sequel. No. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're moving on to the Oscars now. Yeah, that was quick. That was quick. Well, we didn't want to ruin it. Right. So we got Oscars tomorrow. And it's unlike a lot of years, this one's really, it just seems up in the air. Like, yeah. uh, it seems all over the place. It's pretty that close. It could, yeah. Like, so many different things could win in so many different categories. So we'll see. I'll give you my guesses and tell you why. I'll tell you what I think most people think uh, from okay. when I'm, my research. And, and you can kind of give your guess. All right. Um, what are we going to start with? We can start with best actor. We can start with best picture. What are we going to start with? What do you want to start with? I don't care. <laughs> All bets are off. All right, let's go. Let's go like a little bit smaller and work okay. our way up. Let's okay. do. Um, let's go to animated feature. How about animated that? You guys want to do that one? All right. All right. Let me pull that up. Here we go. We got Incredibles two. All right. Isle of Dogs. Okay. Mirai. Wow. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, Ralph breaks the internet and Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Man, you know it's going to be Spider Man. Yeah, yep. that's the heavy front runner. I think you know for the longest time it seemed like it was going to be Incredible Two, Incredibles Two, which was and good. Spider Man came out yeah. in at Christmas, and then it's just it's just people love it, dude. I know people who don't like um, Marvel movies, right. period. Yeah, and they got dragged in to see that, and yeah. they said it was amazing. I haven't seen it yet, and I Me really either. want to. Me Did Robert say he saw that? Yeah, and he, he loved, loved it, it, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know Robert, right? Yeah, he would have told me if it was bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, I mean, I honestly. 
the only thing I've seen was Incredibles 2 of yeah, that list. Too. Well, I've seen Isle Dogs. You want to borrow it? I can lend oh, it to you. totally. Yeah, I'll give totally. it to you. Totally. Remind me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse seems like it's going to be the runaway hit. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Incredibles 2 could pull it out. It, it's possible. I don't I mean, think the other three have a shot. I think the first one got overlooked. The first one should have won something. Uh, Incredibles? Yeah. 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 And I don't it think didn't it get, did. Like, yeah, I mean, even the soundtrack on that is just incredible. The oh, music. yeah, the music is yeah. so good. How did that not get? Yeah. Oh, well. All right, so that's kind of the only one there. So we, I'm going to jump up to, we'll do the screenplays. How about Ooh, that? Screenplays. That Best adapted screenplay? <clears throat> yeah, where's that? Best adapted. So we got Stars Born, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Oh, man. If Beale Street Could Talk, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ballad of Buster Scruggs was a surprise nomination. So that's... I'm... Yeah, I don't I don't think know that's about that. Win. Yeah, my pick. Uh, I didn't. I didn't review this yet because we can talk about this later on. But I did watch *A Star Is Born*. Loved it. That'd be mine. But um, I'm thinking I that's think, what it's going to be too. No, actually, I think the I think the winner will be *Black Klansman*. You think so? Yeah. Oh. Huh. I think I think partly it's because first of all, it's a great screenplay. Like yeah. it was really good. Uh, but second of all, Spike Lee has never won a oh. uh, a competitive Oscar. He's been he he won like an honorary one, <clears throat> and he's only been nominated but until this year. For like two and really like, i think it was like documentary and one was like a screenplay or whatever so he was never nominated for director until this year and and so i think it's i think he'll win like partly because he should have won spike lee boys in the hood he didn't do that one. Oh no poetic, <laughs> justice. poetic justice no he didn't do that one huh? no oh my do the gosh. right thing was his oh do the right yeah, thing right. <laughs> gosh i don't know any of these movies <laughs> yeah so uh i think it'll be black Klansman. that seems to be the favorite but i I'd be cool if it was Star is Born. But I'd be, I'm cool if it's Black Klansman, too. It's yeah. a good screenplay. Yeah, actually, either one, it's probably fitting because both were great. Right. And I don't think you can fully overlook If Beale Street Could Talk because Barry Jenkins won for Moonlight for his screenplay. So, huh. All right, original. We got First Reform, Green Book, Roma, The Favorite, Vice. This one I could see going a couple different ways. I Man. Think, I think it could be between Green Book, Roma, and The Favorite. That's hard. See, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> the reason this is wide open is... Uh-huh is all these like other major awards that are predecessors to the Academy Awards uh-huh. have been split. Like it's usually like there's a favorite, like there's a front runner because one keeps winning. Right. But it's like the different guilds, like the acting guild, the writing guild, the costume guild, the producers guild, the directors guild, all like different winners. Like it's just all over the place. BAFTAs, wow. Golden Globes, the different, you know, other things like that, like the New York critics, Los Angeles critics, all that stuff like that. Just all over the all over the place. So it's tough to guess you can kind of guess what the seemingly favorite is, but you know, just a couple years ago, La La Land seemed to be the favorite, and, and it didn't, yeah, and it didn't win. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so Green Book, Roma, favorite. I think that's what's between. Ah, man. man, I don't know. I'm gonna say I've seen Roma and the favorite. I think favorite actually was a better screenplay. Okay. Um, Roma is a great film. Um, and I, I read it. One, I read one person say the screenplay is so good you don't even realize there is one. Like, Whoa! Like. And and I agree with that, but at the same time, I'm kind of like like Dunkirk. Dunkirk was a great movie that yeah. didn't have a lot of dialogue, and it's just like, well, I don't really know if it was worthy of a. It didn't get nominated for a screenplay. And it was I'm basically not, a like, silent film, okay. right? <laughs> and Roma part. Roma doesn't have a lot of dialogue, no. But it's I mean, the screenplay is more than dialogue. It's also the story and stuff like that. But well, it's, telling a story visually is very difficult. It is, yeah. So, but it, does that get you get do you honor that? As far as a screenplay. As a screenplay. Yeah, that's true. And so I... Well, I mean, it is in there. I mean, when you read it, it's yeah. worm's eye view or bird's right. eye view. <laughs> right, yeah. It's not easy. It's actually a lot harder. It is. Yeah, it's very um, descriptive. So I don't know. Yeah, I that's think difficult. My guess is I think Green Book might win. Okay. Um, But I, I think the favorite should win. The favorite, I, I mean, that that's... Uh, 
I've definitely seen. I haven't seen Roma yet. I need to do it. You just need to do that. Man. I need it's on to. Netflix. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, the yeah, favorite the f- I yeah. can see happening. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, I felt I felt like it was well written. Oh, and if really it was well a play, oh like, yeah, if I saw that in a theater, I'd still be entertained. Well, what's not? Even though is, I, I what's don't not? Know, Oh, sorry. Cut no, I don't know that I would go to a Victorian play if someone showed me the playbill. I'd be like, right. I'm not going to that. Right. <laughs> but, oh, well. But it's not a normal Victorian story. No, I mean, and, and yet it's, it's not. It's an original screenplay. Like, it doesn't right. feel original, does no. it? It feels like it was a book or a play. It feels like it was a play. Well, it has an Amadeus vibe, but yeah. it's hilarious. And it's, oh, yeah. It, it is a tight screenplay. It's It's, it's real good. So, it's fun. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call favorite. You're going to call the favorite? Yeah. Sweet. That's cool. All right. Director. Oh, best director. Oh, boy. Yeah, that next. What do you have next? Yeah, best director. All right. Um, so we got Adam McKay for Vice, Alfonso oh Cuaron for Roma, Powell Palakowski for Cold War, Spike, Spike Lee, Lee for, for Black, Black Klansman, Klansman, and Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite. Mm. Should have been Bradley Cooper for Stars Born. Got robbed. Uh, Should have been yeah. on there. The run- This one seems to be the most runaway. Like, he- he's won the most. Of all these different awards, it was has been Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. So, Nate, yeah, and I think he'll. I you think, think he'll he's win. gonna take it? I oh, do. And well, the directing is is pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Roma's Roma's a good movie. I think it's a little <laughs> overrated. Um, it's in my top ten, but it's not in my top five or anything. Okay. Um, but um, the directing is. So directing and cinematography, which is both Alfonso Cuarón, is just fantastic. <laughs> oh man! Like, like it, this is an, another director couldn't make this movie the way he did. Like really? it was just yeah, it had to be him. Yeah, it did. Well, I mean, wow. yeah. So what are you thinking? What are you? What would? Well, I haven't seen Roma yet, so I don't know that I could clearly speak. I've seen Black Klansman. I have seen The Favorite, and that's a. I mean, that's I can see why those would be head to head. Yeah, and if Roma, you know, if it's as good as you say it is, if it wasn't in the mix, that would be a really tough. Yeah, I think um, if it wasn't Roma, I think it'd be Spike Lee. Spike Lee, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Did, that was a great film. I mean, it yeah, was. It was solid. But yeah, I mean, even but I'll I, watch I, it again. The uh, the cinematography and the directing in um, the favorite was excellent with the fisheye lens and stuff like that. Yeah, like, and it's pretty grotesque. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'd watch it over and over. I'd have to be in a certain mood. I could watch it again though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I'm gonna watch it again, I need to watch it with a bunch of people. Yeah, Black Klansman. I can watch that right now. Oh yeah, by myself. Heck yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's fine. And I want to see Cold War and Vice. I think they both look good, but I haven't seen them. So. Vice, you know, I hear good things. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of Cold War to be honest. Oh, it's uh, it's going to be on Amazon. It it's will? a Prime. It's an Amazon okay. Studios movie. Um, okay. it's a foreign film. Um, and it looks looks good. It's a romantic black and white film like Roma. Oh, perfect. Um, all right, supporting actress. We got Amy Adams for Vice. Emma Stone for the favorite, Marina oh Di Tavera for Roma, Rachel Wise for the favorite, and Regina King for Feel Street Could Talk. Yeah, Regina, that's hard. Regina man. King's won the most uh, leading up to this, and so she's kind of the favorite. But um, people are also talking about Rachel Wise, and they're talking, I think, a little bit of Amy Adams. I think, I think Amy Adams more because she's been nominated a bunch and hasn't won. Right. So we'll see. Yeah, that's a. Uh, what about? Did you say Regina King? Yeah, she's yeah. kind of the favorite right she's now. She's kind of the favorite. Yeah, I didn't see if Beale Street could talk. I want to, but um, I don't either. I know both women for the from or from the favorite were amazing. Yeah, that that to me <laughs> is like I don't know if I could choose the two of them. 
Yeah, I we had we had this discussion before because I think I lean towards. I might have to give two Oscars out for this one. I know. I, I would <laughs> lean toward Rachel Wise, but you said you lean toward Emma Stone. Only be, only because given the amount of time that she's been acting versus given the amount of time right. that Rachel's been acting, so and both like, of them have won before, so there's right. there's that. Oh man! But I mean, you I mean, Frances McDormand won last year, and she's our that was her second win. So I mean, people aren't they're not afraid to give people multiple wins, but right. right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. It could go all over the place. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go to Regina King just because... You can't pick between the other two. Right. <laughs> right. It would make me feel better. I, I'm a huge Amy Adams fan. I'd be cool if she won. And Amy, Amy Adams is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's an awesome actress. She is. And, and I can't believe she was never nominated for Arrival. Like, that's one of her best... How did that not that happen? That was one of her best performances. Right. And it wasn't... Nom- I mean, it was nominated for picture and director, so it wasn't like they were ignoring it. It's really weird. And, oh, that was, that made me mad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And that's like, I'm up there with Bradley Cooper for director this year. And like, that, how did he not get nominated? That movie is so solid. I, oh, I, I love Arrival. Even when you know it all. I love it's it. It's still, like, chilling. Oh, it's, I could watch that right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Me too. I need it. to watch that again. <laughs> all right. All right. Sporting actor, our boy Sam Rockwell for Vice. Oh, he, Sam he Elliott it. for A Star is Born. Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me. Mahershala Ali for Green Book. And Adam Driver for Black Klansman. I, I, I really, you know, that's tough. I yeah. really want Sam Rockwell because I feel like he gets overlooked all the time. Uh, he won last year, though. <laughs> oh, he did. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah. yeah so right, Mahershala Ali is the favorite. Well, I wouldn't be sad about that. No. And he yeah. won just a couple years ago for Moonlight. Um, right. Kind of did what Christoph Waltz did. Christoph Waltz won two Supporting Actor Awards pretty close together. And it uh, looks like Mahershala Ali could do that. And, and honestly, I haven't seen Green Book, but I know... He's an awesome actor. So yeah. I, I have no qualms with that. Um, I love Adam Driver's a great actor, and I think he yep. was great in Black Klansman. But I think we talked about this before right. that it doesn't really seem like a, like an Oscar nominated kind of role. Yeah. It was good, and he's an awesome actor, but I don't know if it was, you know. I don't, I, know. I don't think he, yeah, I'm, I, I agree. I don't think he stood out enough. Um, just watch Stars Born. Sam Elliott was phenomenal, but I just don't know if it was a big enough part. Like sometimes really? you can have a, a small role and, it and still win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Judy Dench won. Yeah supporting actress for Shakespeare in Love and she was in it for like less than eight minutes I think they said that's amazing um, and there's one from like the 70s from Network I think where the person who won was only in one scene in the movie and they, her performance in that you know that that scene was awesome but they it was gave, like, like some phenomenal speech or something right yeah, yeah. and uh, so I mean it's not unheard of but I didn't think he had a, he had enough of that. I totally think he deserves a nomination. And Sam Elliott's never been nominated. He's awesome. Like yeah, that, that yeah, awesome he voice. He is awesome. Um, but I don't think he should win. So we're gonna go home with Mahershala. Oops, Mahershala. Yeah, I I think he should win too. He will probably. Yeah. All right, this one actress. I've got some some arguments over. We'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So here we go. We got Yalitza Apricio for Roma. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Okay. Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Oh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born and Glenn Close for The Wife. So Glenn Close right now is the the leader, the favorite. Um, and it's really not for this movie. It's because she's been nominated seven times without winning. Wow. And and I hate, I hate when they give Mercy, uh, Mercy o- Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. And honestly, I think people think it happens more than it does. Um you know what they should do instead of having all these categories, like have an honorable, you know, an, an Oscar for someone who's like the actor of all time or something or for golden right. age or well, decade. they do that. They have lifetime achievement awards. Right. Um, but it's like, you know, it does happen. I can think of off the top of my head, like Denzel Washington for training day. Right. Or Meryl Streep for Iron Lady. 
Right. Like both of those are good performances, but neither one of them really deserved to win. Right. Um, that year, but it was because they had. I mean, they had both, other movies that were great. Right. Both yeah. of them have actually won before that. Right. But it had been a long time, and and um, Washington Denzel never won a Best Actor. He won Best Supporting Actor. Oh. So um, you know, so it does happen. But honestly, people talk about this every year. They talk about every year. Oh, this person deserves it. This person deserves it. And it often doesn't go that way. I can think of. Back in the 90s, Burt Reynolds was nominated for Boogie, Boogie Nights. And people were like, oh, he'll win because he's never been nominated. And he's, you know, great career. And then Robin Williams won for right. Hunting. You know, or um, yeah. it was a couple years ago. Oh, I was just thinking of this. Who was it? Oh, Sylvester Stallone for Creed. They're like, oh, he'll win. It's, you know, he's, you know, had this all his career. And then Mark Rylance won for Bridge of Spies, you know. Right. Oh, and Mark geez. Rylance isn't a big name. No. And before Bridge of Spies, I never even heard of him. <laughs> like, and yet now, like, uh, he's he's a great actor. Like, I really is, love yeah. when I see him in something now. But, um, yeah, so I, it doesn't happen as much as people think. So people are saying, Glenn Close, I'm going to say right here, right now, I don't think it's going to happen. Really? I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I mean, it could. I could be wrong. Totally. I mean, Lady Gaga? Or do you think Olivia Coleman? Oh, see, that's the tough. Because that, her performance, even though she's not a dragon in that movie at all at all <laughs> i loved her no she's <laughs> awesome and, uh, and lady gaga was awesome but she's just talented hands down oh my gosh yeah. yeah she blew me away and um and honestly i think it should be one of those two i don't know which one though <laughs> yeah and and makes um, it hard. and i don't know i just don't want glenn close to win it when i didn't um, see can you ever forgive me see the trailer and it and it i've seen the trailer it honestly i saw the trailer months and months ago before mm-hmm. it was oscar season and and i just wasn't impressed with it okay i think i think acting wise she looks like she does a great job okay and and you know she's she's been nominated before for oh, bridesmaids she was nominated for supporting actress oh i didn't know that. well because bridesmaids you know before that her biggest claim to fame was gilmore girls oh that's right so bridesmaids was the beginning of her melissa mccarthy character that she does in everything now oh and it was awesome like she's hilarious in that oh i didn't know that i haven't seen it oh man she's so funny but i i, I like melissa mccarthy sometimes i think sometimes <laughs> her movies are stupid but i think sometimes she is just hilarious like like her when she could just be so over the top vulgar like oh my god yeah and so <laughs> have you seen much of her stuff i i saw something where i think she becomes like a fashion like oh that one wasn't very good what was that one the boss the boss something like that yeah it wasn't very good like but she her like go-to character ever since bridesmaid is this you know crude crass vulgar individual and it's just she's like a female like chris chris farley or something yeah but more vulgar (laughs) oh yeah and it's that's what is funny is that it's the, over the top. The, it's over the top, oh, vulgar, okay. and it's just—it's funny. This the term she comes up with and the thing she says, but um, but <laughs> okay. she also has some absolutely terrible movies. So don't think I'm like saying her movies are amazing. I just think she's funny. Okay, uh, like she was great as Sean Spicer on SNL. Those couple little runs of Sean Spicer was so great. Um, but no, she's a, she's a talented actress, and and yeah, we'll see. But wow, uh, my official pick. Um, uh, it's hard. Oh, I don't know, Gaga or Coleman. Um, I'll say Col- uh, Coleman. All right. Olivia. Then I'll, I'll say... Oh. It could be Lady Gaga, though. I'll say Gaga. I mean, you can. say Coleman. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. All right. I'll, I'll go with Olivia. And, and, and honestly, it could be Glenn Close. It, well, yeah. yeah. It could. 
And, and, and Glenn Close has had a great career. I think sometimes, in my opinion, never been a fan of Glenn Close. I, but there are times where I can see, I've seen some of her movies and I'm like, she's an awesome actress. I just don't I, really enjoy her. I just never heard of her. Really? I'm, well, I've never, I might have seen her, but I just didn't know her name. <laughs> oh my gosh. James? I'm horrible. Jeez, I'm she's horrible. been around since Fatal Attraction. You've seen Fatal Attraction? I have. She's the main girl in Fatal Attraction. I didn't Attraction. know it was her. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I, but you know, it's been years. Oh yeah. So I maybe I knew that. her name then. I didn't like, know. Oh, <laughs> and now I don't know it. So All right. So her okay. seven nominations were uh, the wife this year. Okay. A movie you've never heard of called Albert Albert Knobs. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard of it. Dangerous Liaisons. Okay. Never which heard is that. you've seen Cruel Intentions, right? I have seen Cruel, Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions was based off of a play called Dangerous Liaisons. Okay. So Dangerous Liaisons. Uh, a prequel. No. Oh. It's the actual oh, story. It's the story. And this this was back in the eighties. So oh, okay. it's got John Malkovich and Michelle Pfeiffer and it's it's oh. good. But so she Glenn Close plays the Sarah Michelle Geller role. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I haven't um, seen that one. She's nominated for Fatal Attraction, The Natural, The Big Chill, The World According to Garden. Okay. See, I've seen yeah. most of those. Like <laughs> I think I've seen The Big Chill. I haven't seen The World According to Garden. I hated that movie. Okay. And I love Rob Williams, but that movie's <laughs> terrible. And then The Natural, the baseball movie with Robert Redford, where he hits the home runs. The Natural, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. But so, most of these nominations, look at this. One, two, five nominations in the 80s. And then nothing. She wasn't nominated again until 2012. Jesus. And then now her seventh was just this year. So it's like. They could give her a Mercy Oscar, but I don't know. I mean. I don't know. I don't really see that as a great career. She had a great 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you have never even heard of her. And you run a podcast. (laughs) I know. I know. This is. And I'm being completely. uh, This is full disclosure right here. All right. So let's let's go here. I'm going to give a little trivia here. All right. Okay. So you remember the movie Hook? Mm -hmm. All right. So you remember in Hook when. Uh, he first gets to Neverland, and um, and and Dustin Hoffman's like, like, there's someone here that's not supposed to be here. And he thinks it's him, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, not you, not you. He's walking through the audience, remember, you know, like mm-hmm. all the pirates are like mm-hmm. all scared. Not you, not you, you. And it's like right near Robin Williams. And he's like freaked out, right? And then it's just him and this other guy, and they look at each other and they're like, oh. and it ended up being the other guy. Remember right. that? Right. And then they put him in the boo box with the scorpions and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. The other guy. Uh huh. Glenn Close. No. They put a beard on Glenn Close, <laughs> and it's Glenn Close who she, gets stuffed into the boo box. She didn't get nominated? <laughs> no one knows up. she's in it. That no is one, so No one knows up. she's in it. That's Phil Collins is also in Hook. Did you know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Phil Collins. What is he doing? Phil, Phil Collins, the the musician, musician is in Hook. He's Hook. He, he's in Hook. He's in um when, when the when the kids first disappear and they're okay. in London okay. and they call um. You know Scotland Yard or whoever the right. cops are. Right. Like he's the investigator. Phil okay. Collins. That's so weird. Yeah. That, All right. There's my little hook trivia. I liked it. That was, that was a nice little. <laughs> you don't get that trip. every day. No, you don't. That's Glenn Close in the Boo Box. All and right. It was relative. Now we need to move to the okay. best actors. All right. Best. We took we flew through Alita, so I can give you useless knowledge. Right. Like that. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, surprise nomination, so I, he's not going to win. Viggo right. Mortensen, Green Book, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, right. Christian Bale, Vice, Bradley Cooper, Stars Born. This is another one this is, that's yeah. up in the air. Um, uh, right now, the favorite has been Rami Malek. Yeah. And that's what you've seen. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet. And and the reason I think, if if it's the same reason that that um i believe i i've seen him in mr robot and yeah, i've he, seen him in night museum well yeah <laughs> but his his range in mr robot is so like difficult like it's not it, it his character he's a hacker he's very he's autistic right 
we're not sure. Oh, okay. There's something something not quite right, right, you know, but we're not sure what the diagnosis is. I don't think okay. it's autism. I think there's some like uh, mental abuse that went on and okay. He's got um a multiple personality disorder. Oh, yeah. And it might even be schizophrenia. We don't know. Right. You, you don't know what's real and what's not, but his acting in that is very uh subtle. Yeah. And to see his range in this is completely different. different. Right, right. And I think that's what sh- uh, does it for me knowing seeing him in that world and then in this world and being able to separate the characters yeah. and not go oh that's mr robot dressed as right you know lead singer of queen so right right <laughs> that's what does it for me you know i think you know <clears throat> christian bale has that where he you know he doesn't even look he, the same he does, which is sometimes man. sometimes you have to give you know the he, makeup team props and that's why right. they have a makeup category but it's like Sometimes a performance like like last year the, the winner for best actor was was Gary Oldman for uh for Darkest Hour right and he had a lot of makeup and honestly his performance was outstanding he mm-hmm. was so good and Gary Oldman's so great he's like mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell he didn't get much t- you know attention until last year um awards attention and so um but other than that like sometimes I don't want to just give someone a good acting performance because their makeup was great right. they look different you right. know um but Christian Bale. He's such a chameleon, and 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 he's won before. And sometimes he's he might actually be, might be overlooked because like if it was anybody else doing that same performance, they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. But it's Christian Bale, and he's he always does something crazy like that. And it's like, oh, it's great, but he does he does this kind of stuff, which is unfair. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he I don't know how he didn't win for The Machinist, oh. just because how far he went. He went too that was gross. far. Yeah, he, that was too far. That's why I like, think he should, <laughs> like it's. You, you yeah. can't go that far, man. That's unhealthy. Like, <laughs> well, it was. I mean, yeah. it was absolutely unhealthy. But how he, I, I don't even know how he came back from that. Well, I mean, and it's insane. He went from machinist to Batman Begins to Rescue Dawn, where he gets really thin again. <laughs> he didn't get as thin as machinist, but he yeah, got really thin again. Did. Like, yeah. And then he went back to Dark Knight. Like, he just would. That's unhealthy. It was all diet too. It was like, well, on steroids, I'm sure. But right. Oh, and now he's all fat and this, and and <laughs> yeah. I've heard it, I've heard this might be one of his last when he'll do a sudden like well, a, he's, a big weight change. He's got to mess up his hormones. Man. Well, I mean, Jared Leto years ago played um, Mark David Chapman, John Lennon's um, assassin, right. in a movie called Chapter Twenty Seven, and he gained a lot of weight. You're, you're used to seeing pretty boy Jared Leto, but he was like a fat boy there, mm-hmm. and and he had a lot of health issues, and he was like, yeah. I will never do that again. Yeah, it messes with your hormones, your yeah. thyroid, your testosterone. It's nuts. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> if you healthy. do it like once in a while, like like Tom Hanks with Castaway, like right. that's not something Tom Hanks normally does. Right. And they they prepared him with it for like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was eating more than an apple and a spoonful of maple syrup every day in a, in a, in yeah. a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, what are you doing? So I think that's what it um, <laughs> I hear. Viggo Mortensen's great. I mean, even yeah. the previews, he looks phenomenal. And I think he's an underrated actor. He's he's just phenomenal. But really, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was so good. Now, one thing I read is they might give it to him because he got snubbed for director. Right. Um. I don't know. So this one's up in the wow. air. Well, I, I, and, and you know what? I'm not going to be upset with that. Like, actually, any of these fellows here. I mean, well, even William. William... William Defoe's been in the game a long time, and he's a solid actor. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. like a, a throwaway nomination. Well, once in a while, he just takes a bad role. Oh you know? no, it's more than once in a while. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's had to. his share of crap roles <laughs> and crap movies, but yeah, he but when he's in a crap movie, he still gives. He's it. still good. He gives he's all. still good. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So uh, my guess, um, I'm gonna be oh, 
I'm going to say Bradley Cooper. Let I don't think it's it. going to happen, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say I think it's going to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'll say Raimi. I'll yeah, say I think it's a safe yeah, bet. That's, I'm sorry, play safe, but no, that's that's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the Academy plays it safe all the time. They do. All right. They, oh, burn, <laughs> burn. All right, so um, that was for you, Robert. By the way, uh, uh, the, the oh, picture. Speaking of which, what, what, what? he made me promise to bring up one thing about Alita. Okay, what's that? Did he see it? Yeah, he did. What do you think? He loved it. Awesome. Good job. There was one scene. You know Robert. Okay, yeah. The scene where she's wearing the touchy-feely suit. Oh, yeah. He did not like Alita can feel. Alita can feel. (laughs) Yeah, that was... That was that was James Cameron's oh, romance dialogue me, and romance stuff that me, was just bad. Let me get up the text message. Like, he touches. like James Cameron, stick to the action, stick to the sci-fi, the special effects. Stay away from romance because you suck at it. Well, <laughs> he actually put in here. Just remember that Alita is more touch sensitive now. Oh, so we can't be too Squeaky mean. Face. We can't be too mean because she can feel it. <laughs> That's oh jeez, good call. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Best well, picture. Best picture. Drum roll. Right. Okay. Here we go. We got The Star Is Born, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, Roma, The Favorite, Vice. Oh my gosh, it's all up in the air. Oh my. Um, I don't think it'll be Vice. No, I don't think it was. I mean, from what I hear, I don't think it's good enough. Uh, The Favorite, I think, is just too odd. Yeah. It's I'm... not enough people will be behind it. It's a lot of people. They like if I took my mom to see that movie, she might be upset. She oh might yeah, be like some what people did hate you just it. Do to me. Yeah, my wife would hate it. Anybody, any any movie that has people throwing up more than once. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, which is this movie? Yeah, and throwing and, and tomatoes then, at naked fat people. And, yeah. <laughs> yes, with odd like. I I, I don't know. I've got some friends that love Monty Python. They might like that. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think this movie's very. Well, there's not really likable characters. Like they're <laughs> all despicable. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's good. That's a good uh, word for it. And so yeah, the yeah. people who love the favorite adore it. Yeah. I think me and you are oh, yeah. the same. Where we're like, it's really good. Oh, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but PBF. Some people adore it. Other people are, I think, would just hate it. So I don't think. I think it's too <laughs> polarizing. No, you're right. You're right. Um, Roma, yeah. Now Roma is—they've never had a foreign language film win Best Picture, and it's black and white, mm. and there's no recognizable stars. You have the director's recognizable, but um, so this could be monumental if it wins. This could be monumental, yeah. and it's also a Netflix movie. Oh, um, so uh, really could be monumental, especially wow. with like the the whole like Steven Spielberg and all Having those other to people be in a being, theater thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> which I'll tell you, like, there I love going to the theater, and yeah. and yet. I watched Roma day one when I saw it was on Netflix. I'm, I knew it was coming to Netflix. I'm like, I am watching that right away. I am not going to theaters to see that because I can watch it at home for free. But there's movies like Alita. I totally would have gone to the theater no yeah. matter what. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was about the experience. And so Roma wasn't necessarily about – I think it would be beautiful on the big screen because the cinematography is gorgeous. But Oh, man. Um, you know what would be cool is if Netflix like would rent out a screen here and there and you got to go there for free if you wanted to. Like, oh, because it's part of your – yeah. That would be so Even if you cool. had to pay like an extra dollar well, a month then, or something like that. And then people who don't have Netflix, which I don't know anyone who doesn't. <laughs> right. but Not anymore. Maybe those people who don't could go see those movies and they'd right. be totally cool with it. Right. Hey, yeah. All right, so Roma, I think, has a solid chance. Uh, Green Book has a chance. I think Green Book has more of a chance than Vice. Oh, totally. I think yeah. Green Book is, is one of the main <clears throat> front runners. I think one of the one of the issues is, you know, the Oscars are very political and it's 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 like campaigning. Right. And one thing that Green Book has 
not done well is behind the scenes stuff. There's been a couple controversies over race stuff. There's something uh, um. Viggo Mortensen said that was foolish. Uh, the family of the of the uh, Viggo this is a true story. The family of Mahershala Ali's character tore the movie apart, said it's not true, and all oh, this boy. stuff. So all that kind of stuff uh, has been negative. Um, so I don't know. I don't yeah. think that could be go against it, but I think it's a major front runner. Um, and I, I just don't see. I'm not. I haven't seen Roma. But I've seen Black Camp Klansman, I've seen The Favorite, and I like both of them. I just don't see them holding up against what I've heard on Roma. Right. So I, I think it could be Roma. Um, so Bohemian Rhapsody, I don't think we'll get it. I think it's too uh, too many critics didn't like it. Yeah. Um, fans love it. but Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see that getting it either. I mean, there was great performances in it, but I don't, yeah, I don't see it as a best picture. Um, Black Panther, I don't think will win. Black Klansman, I don't think will win. Star is Born, I think it could. So uh, here's here's my theory on this. So uh, a couple years ago, Argo was a, a front runner, mm-hmm. and and they were even talking about possibly you know being uh, Ben Affleck as the front runner for director. Then Argo does not get nominated for director. Uh huh. And it rarely ever happens that the best picture winner doesn't get even a director nom. Um, and it was like, oh my word, who's gonna win? And they kind of like lost favor, but then it ended up, ended up ended up winning, you know. And some people think it won because of it got denied for that one thing, and you know, like it's kind of whatever. Who knows um, what goes on behind those dark doors in the dungeons? And so, um, of the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I I think it still has a chance. So the here's a little tidbit of how the best picture how they choose the winner. This is a really weird way of doing it. Is it a Ouija board? No. So oh. everybody, all the all the voters, uh-huh. they rank them one to, uh, there's eight nominees this year. So one to eight. One to eight. Okay. All right. And you don't get extra points, you know, the for your first ranking and less points for your 10th ranking. They all rank the same. Okay. All right. So all they do is they count the first place votes. That's mm-hmm. the only thing they count. And a movie has to have a certain percentage. It's like 68% or something something random, you know. So, oh, wow. so a certain percentage to win best picture. It's got to have the most percentages of number ones. So, let's say you you voted for uh Bohemian Rhapsody okay. as your number one and I said Roma. <clears throat> um if a if a movie of like let's say Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't have even close to the right percentage, like that's the lowest of all of them. Mm-hmm. And they take all the number ones that say Bohemian Rhapsody and knock it off. And they'll choose your number two as your new number one. Oh, interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. So um, so they keep knocking, you know, keep they deleting. They keep going down the tier. They and, keep deleting oh, movies. So that way the movies with like like Roma or Stars Born that have the most number ones, those get un- until they have enough percentage. So you, ah. So it could be you voted for Roma – number four mm-hmm. and i wrote it for roma number six but it still gets best picture um so it's a weird way of doing it it is very odd and so um you have to think about which ones of these are getting number one votes right and i think stars born and roma and um, people say green book is up there and I, i'd put green book at maybe third i'm gonna say it's between roma and a stars born yeah so, well, that's interesting i didn't know that's how they did it yeah i mean i really thought there was some sort of uh, ritual and then a sacrifice. Right. <laughs> well, I think, and and they they'd have to change the way they do it. But I've I've mentioned this before in sports. They will tell you the percentage, right? Of you know, like how many votes, how many first place votes, you know, how many whatever. And so it's like it's really cool on the on the years that it's like, oh, I was really close. That's cool. You know, like uh, Stars Born almost won. It would be nice to have those numbers, right? And it's also know? nice to like when you find out that someone like in sports when. It, a rare time that someone has the unanimous 
he's the unanimous MVP. Like everybody voted for him. You know, like right. what if you know a movie comes along and it's like, oh man, that was everybody picked that. Like that was the unanimous pick. That would be next level stuff. Like that can make Oscars more interesting, in my opinion. It'd be cool as if you could vote for a movie after you watched it in your chair. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Give so, it to the people. So that's our Oscars show. Yeah, we'll, that was. We'll we're gonna, you're gonna watch it tomorrow night. I take it. Yeah, I'll yeah. try most watch most of it, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna no host this year, so it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, hmm. wonder how that's gonna go. Well, nobody can mess up, I guess. Oh, they'll probably still mess up. Yeah, they will. Yeah. <laughs> So what have you been watching? What am I watching? All right. Uh, Saw, Stars Born. Okay. Loved it. It's in my... Uh, no, Robert had number one. I put it number four. Wow. On okay. the year. Uh, Ooh, 2018. Cool. Yeah, it's just good on every level. I, I, I really don't have complaints. about. As a musician, I've got a complaint. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you know how... So, yeah. the movie... I love the movie Once. Did you ever see Once? Yeah, uh, I independent saw film. Once Once. <laughs> so once once so uh that same thing happened with that movie where the the big song from the movie shallow from uh stars born or or falling slowly from once which won best song oh wow um for oscars it's in both of those scenes it's like they almost just come up with them too naturally mm. like and shallow is is they they do this in front of thousands of people for the first time ever without rehearsing it without oh without fully writing the song right it wasn't fully written and I'm just like, no. That's not going to happen. No. It's not going to be that perfect. No. Nope. And that's the version that you hear on the radio. That's crazy. Like, I'm just like, no. But that's it's it, that's me as a musician, <laughs> you know, and as a songwriter. Like, <laughs> I write songs, I, I play guitar, I sing, and, and I'm just like, I, I can't do that. Like, it's, I don't buy that. But it's not jamming where things go right. on a little longer and then people are, like, cueing each other and then, like, somebody makes up something. Right. And then they cue each other. But no, this <laughs> didn't have just, that. There was no cueing. Straight. It's just straight. They did oh, it. Oh, give me a break. And so, yeah. But I mean, I watched with my wife. I watched it with my wife, and she's not a musician, and so that doesn't bother her at all. Right. So, but other than that, I mean, it's flawless. I mean, it's just the acting, the directing. Ah, the directing is so good. The acting is so good. Um, <laughs> it's just the story is so good. The writing. Bradley Cooper, who wrote, directed, produced it, co-wrote some of the songs. Wow. He played the guitar and sang, and he was freaking awesome. Like that's awesome. Yeah, he should have been a rock star, <clears throat> and I think he's a great actor. But he was a great rock star. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Cool. I uh, love that. I saw First Man. All right. Which, um, you know, early on was thinking, was people talking about possible uh, major nominations and then it just flopped. Right. Um, but it deserved it. Yeah. It, like, it, it honestly didn't make my top 10, but it's the kind of movie that belongs in a Best Picture nominee. Like, and it's mm. not, it's not just an Oscar bait movie. It's, it's more artistic than that. Mm-hmm. Um, Damien Chazelle, the director of La La Land and uh, Whiplash, I mean, his direction was outstanding. It was superb, and Ryan Gosling was over the top, so good. And um, you know, it's not what you would expect from Neil Armstrong. He's not the kind of person you expect. And yet, I read something that the the children of Neil Armstrong are still alive, and they said um, that was the most accurate representation they've ever seen of their father. He's a little more humble than we think. Well, he's very timid. He's very almost like. Um, yeah, timid and to himself. Anxiety ridden. Um, anxiety ridden. Yep. Um, I, mean, I know all about him. Do you? Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know any of that. And like, and he's like, you know, just very quiet and, and won't talk about the lost things. And yet, and he didn't like being told what to say. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. No, so you should watch this movie. Okay, it's so good. Yeah, I've it's read a lot about. So him. good. He's a good man. Um, was a good man. Yeah. So that's that's an excellent movie. Um, cool. Two more. Um, uh, I guess just one more. I saw um, the the TV show The uh, Bodyguard, Ooh. a BBC BBC show, right six on. episodes. The lead actor Richard Madden uh, had the surprise win for Best Actor of the Golden Globes for a television show, huh? drama, and his acting is awesome. 
He's so good. I have to start that one up next. Um, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I felt like the twist that they were building up. They had, they have a couple bold moves, real bold moves that I can't, I want to give away. That happened throughout the whole show, not just at the end, but just throughout the whole show. That you're like, wow, I did not see that coming. <laughs> um, but some of the twists that they were building up, I, I felt almost had an Abrams kind of feel, where it oh. was a great, it was a great setup. But didn't really know how Remember. to pay off. Yeah, so the end. last episode was good, but not as good as I hoped. I mean, I was thinking, like, this is going to be, like, Sixth Sense level. Like, oh, man. You know, like, all this is a dream or all this is, you know, like. I Something. Yeah, this, the setup was perfect. But then the payoff was just kind of like, I didn't see coming. So, oh, I mean, technically man. it was a good one. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, um like, we talked about, like, Robert mentioned about, like, earning. Like, it right. earned it. Um, It earned the twists. It didn't just make up twists out of the blue. So, that's good. But yet, they were just uh, anticlimactic, I guess. Like, I, I felt like yeah. it could have been. So, it was a great setup. It's, it's an enjoyable show. I, I enjoyed it. It's only six episodes. I flew through it. But the payoff was just a little disappointing. But, yeah, the acting is so good. Definitely still worth a watch, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, on to you. Oh, man. I have been... You've been tearing it up, man. Yeah, for which is strange because I've had no time. <laughs> That's because you've been tearing it up. It's like... so crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, um, I watched, finally, uh, the second uh, Jurassic World installment. Oh! Oh, what'd you think? I was shocked. I, I had to disagree with Robert and he was angry about it. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that I one. Don't, I enjoyed it. I would I put it on my disappointing list. Right. Because it was there was things that I thought could have been better. Right. But I thought it was fun. But it wasn't like as bad as the actual second Jurassic Park. Oh yeah. I mean, my kids cried at the scene where the the <laughs> it was so much like have you ever seen King Kong Jr.? No. <laughs> Dude. You have to see King no, I Kong Jr. <laughs> There's this scene at the end. I'll just ruin it for you. Um, this is not going to ruin it. It made me cry as a kid because King Kong Jr. is saving the, the people as the as the island sinking. Oh, okay. And he holds it up and he drowns. He dies. He Does he give that. a thumbs up like the Terminator? No. no I wish he did. But, but it's so admirable. Right. You know, and I'm like, wow, that's a hero. You know, right, right, right. My kids did the same thing, except he doesn't save anybody. But the the dinosaur, uh, there's you know one of the long necks. He's like oh, the, yeah. He's standing at the docks. Yeah, yeah. And he's dying, and yeah, then he yeah, stands yeah. up like a dog. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm laughing. My kids are crying. <laughs> my kids are like, oh, I'm so sad he died. But I mean, other than that, I mean, the rest. No, it's of the a movie, mess of a movie. I mean, it's got like it's the cloning, a, but it's of the, fun. Yeah. It's fun. And they it's go fun. with the story with the one guy that's been in all of them. Yeah. The doctor who's yeah. from like uh, Homicide. Right. Uh, yeah, he. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a pretty good um, mad uh, scientist guy antagonist. Yeah, yeah, and it's it it's a sloppy film, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I saw that. Uh, I also watched. Oh my gosh, Umbrella Academy! I didn't think I was gonna like this. Yeah, I, the first episode, I was like, for a couple people say the first first couple episodes are boring. It wasn't boring. It was just like it felt like Preacher, then it felt like Watchmen, and then it felt like Legion, and then there's dancing. You know, I hate dancing in movies. <laughs> For some reason, you do. That's why I give you the La La Land thing. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but and I'm like, oh god, and I just didn't really think I liked the characters. And then the second episode, I give another chance. Well, no, it was the end of that episode. I was like hooked. There's something that happens and it hooks you. So I go into the next episode and I'm like, wow, this is great, actually. And then and then the story starts building and then you're sucked in and you can't wait. Yeah. And dude, it is good up until even to the end. Like, yeah. it gets really good. Like, I, I really start to care about characters. And even though there is dancing periodically, I wasn't upset by it. And the storyline's good. Um, it's it's easy to follow. It has a, a... I like the universe. I like what they're toying with. And I like... Um, it wasn't frustrating to me 
with um it seems like there's a theme in netflix right now where there's playing with time there's a lot of time <laughs> uh being played with especially with uh, another one i'm watching called russian doll and that one's getting exhausting i'm getting tired of it okay. like i'm almost ready to quit but i'm gonna do it for you i'm gonna finish for you because <laughs> i like the actress in it um i like i like the actors um the storylines like it's getting old i need it to finish because i'm getting tired yeah uh but so i watched uh watched i'm watching that and then I, I finished uh, the movie uh, The Breaker Uppers, which is like a New Zealand film. Breaker Uppers. And it's kind of funny. It's funny. It's just funny. It's no, look it up. It's it's dumb, but it's fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And then I was sad. Did you hear that Hulu might actually pick up? Um, well, I believe you want to see it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. He's talking about the uh, Marvel Netflix shows. The, uh, yeah. Um, well, they canceled. Um, they all can- of them now. They canceled all of them. And Jessica Jones season three hasn't even aired yet, right? Right. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, hey, guys, we're canceling it. <laughs> I, I've thought from the beginning that if it's going to be picked up somewhere else, it's going to be Hulu. Yeah. Um, because I think Disney streaming is going to not be, they're not going to have something that R no. and no. TVM or whatever. Well, they couldn't. Uh, and then <clears throat> when the Fox deal goes through, they'll own the majority of Hulu. Right. Which is crazy that they'll basically own the majority of two streaming right. services. Right. Which is it's Disney's a monopoly. But, uh, <laughs> and so I've thought because of that, I'm like, oh, well, they're going to put it on Hulu if they, if they do it. Right. I think they've got other plans for them. And I just, I don't know if it's going to happen. Okay. I think it'd yeah. be cool, but I really would like that. I mean, I, I don't need all of them back. Just Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah, that's the only two I want. Just give me those two. I I'll watch the other one. I don't have a Hulu, but for that, maybe. If I'll they had, like, or if they had, like, if they combined some of them, like, yeah. like what's the Heroes for Hire or whatever. The, right. If they like, did, well, yeah, if they did that, I'd watch. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I, I haven't seen the trailer for Jessica Jones Season 3. I I'm planning on I'll probably check it out, but I'm not going to hurry through it like I have with the other ones. Just not excited about it. That second one was rough, man. It was hard to get through. I did finish it, but it was like, it was painful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Um, and I really liked the first season. That was amazing. Oh, first season's great. Yeah. Um, you know, with Umbrella Academy, for me, I haven't seen it. Like, I definitely do not have superhero fatigue. I mean, I, I can't wait for, mm-hmm. you know, the Marvel movies and, and, and I mean, just all around. I don't have the fatigue. But there are areas. And and the idea of a show of a comic book that I've never heard of, superheroes I've never heard of. I think it was in like an anime, actually. Right. And it's like, you know, it's a show where it's not just a two-hour movie. Like, I, I'm not excited for it. Like, I just... And, you know, I heard you say it's good, but I'm still like... And see, I, was, I just don't know if I want to watch it. I was like you, but I was at lunch. And I'm like, I don't want to look for anything. I need to right. watch something now. Right. I'll try this. And I was glad I did. <laughs> if, if my wife was into it which she's not well i would, I would check it out and but. i can tell you i can tell you because it's only tv 14 yeah she might because jackie picked it up and was like this is good what is this yeah yeah and i had to rewatch that first episode all right and i don't like doing that uh, i'll show her a trailer sometime <laughs> we're, we're we're on some stuff that we're watching no, so i don't know we'll, we'll see it's it's about family it's about family hey did you hear that um that they renewed Haunting of Hill House. I did. And it's going to be like an anthology. It's going to be a different story. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. I'm hoping it surrounds the same house, though. Uh, it's a different house. Be, it's a different oh, house. It'll be a different house. Oh, I was hoping it would go into... I don't want to give it away, but... Right. That would be so cool if it was the same house. That's one that I still might check out. I haven't you, checked it out yet. My wife will not I, watch that. I love it because it's just the right amount of scary. I can watch it and go to bed. Right. And not be... <laughs> I could watch it in the dark. It'd be yeah. fine. It's yeah. not... It's weird. It's not like 
make you think. It's not like American Horror Story. Right, right. It's not gross like that. And yeah. it's not like Exorcist either. Right. So it's, it's a lot of people don't want to watch it to give it a chance because of that. Right. <coughs> and people don't believe me for some reason. Well, and, and I told you, I um, when I reviewed Homecoming, the Julia Roberts show. Yeah. That I was like, I know they're going to do a second season. They already renewed it, but I'm like. They haven't said if Julia Roberts is going to be in it yet. And I'm just uh-huh. like, I think her story's over. I, I I hope she's not. I mean, she was good in it, but I hope she's not. And right. I, they just announced that she will not be in season two, which uh-huh. I was like, yes, that's awesome because they need to go a different direction. Okay. But so that's awesome when they make decisions like that. I saw that they're ending Legion, yeah. which apparently Noah Hawley, the creator, had always wanted to be three seasons. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's not going to be an early cancellation. So they got one more season. It's disappointing because I love it, but I'm glad it's it's what he wanted. Um. It'll probably be good then. And then I saw Man in the High Castle. This is going to be their yeah. last season, which oh, I'm also excited about. Like, it's so, I'm excited that these shows are end- like I'm not excited Legion's well, ending, but I'm excited this one's ending. Well, that'd be good for me because I've only seen first season. Yeah, so I could catch up by then. Well, I think I told you when I finished season three that I'm like, I hope they don't go too far. Yeah, like, you because did. because yeah, it, it needs that. to it needs to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> so one more season. That's perfect. All right. Perfect. Perfect. All, All right. What right else, have you man? Seen? Uh, I think that's it, man. Like, I don't, nothing else is coming to mind. Um, and it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm on the search of, for something new and I've added a bunch of animes because of Alita. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I have started it. I'm, I'm three episodes in. I need okay. to go back to it. Yeah. And I need to finish Uhtred, Son of Uhtred. Uhtred. The Last Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done with that. Uhtred and it's finally Uhtred. getting good, actually. Yeah. It's finally getting good. Someone encouraged me the other day and said, yeah, dude, I've seen that. You need to keep going because it's actually, and they were right. It's yeah. actually getting good. So I'll finally finish that. So one. Peaky Blinders is, Peaky is, Blinders. is great. Okay. Uh, and seeing, going back to Elite a little bit, what I'm excited for is now we can do One Punch Man, which I love. Project Aiko, which is an old school one, which would be cool. I heard this is ridiculous, though, that it's going to be a musical. Sailor Moon is going to be a musical, oh. which I'm hoping I was hoping for the movie before a musical, mm. because I feel like if they make a musical, they're just going to make the movie a musical, too. Right. And I don't want that because there's actually a good story. There's a good story. My in sister Sailor was Moon. really into that when we were young. Well, you know why? It's it's basically a soap opera, an animated soap opera. It's mm. a love story. It The other stuff is just kind of like what she kind of and she's this clumsy girl by day and then by night she's this like amazing uh superhero you know who can kick butt really well. <laughs> but uh it's really about the love between her and this this guy and that and, that, and she's got cute cats so <laughs> i think it could be done well but cool yeah it would be nice to see some of these other ones these other stories come come yeah. across yeah so i like peaky blinders more but there's also homecoming homecoming is oh. it's from the same creator as mr robot right and they're there are 10 half hour episodes so you can fly okay. through it oh that's not bad so yeah well and russian dolls are short are they dude they're over <laughs> like and you're like what just had to, that just started the show hasn't interested me and i've heard mixed reviews so <sighs> i I'm, I'm i'll probably be done with it tonight i'll let you know it, it needs it needs to stop yeah I, I think even though they're short like i'm getting exhausted yeah so anyway but Cool. What movies are we looking forward to? Marvel Girl or what, what uh, Cap- Marvel Girl, Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Uh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, there's some animated ones, but I probably will wait till Dollar Theater for those. I still really. Yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for the spot for Spider Man to come to Dollar okay. Theater, and then I want to see Lego Movie Two and, oh, that's and right. the third uh, Dragon. How to, yeah, how to train Dragon. Dragons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, they'll probably be Dollar Theater. Uh, so it'll be a while for those. Um, yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. And then it's kind of a slow spring. We um. We have to wait till in uh, in game. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's the Jordan Peele's movie Us. Oh, the end of yeah, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, yeah. know if I'll see that in theaters. Oh, the doppelgangers. Yeah. Um, are... It looks almost too freaky for me. <laughs> we'll see. We'll That's see. We'll true. see. We'll see. And then um, I think there's one other one that had like some potential in, in April. Oh, April has um, oh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. Shazam. Oh, Shazam. Which I I've seen the uh, trailer for that, and it's, I think it looks interesting. It looks, I think it has potential. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, I'm not expecting a ton out of it. But. I just don't know. Okay, if he ends up in a Justice League, I don't know. He's too goofy for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I've heard mixed things on Aquaman. I heard Aquaman was really good from some people, and then from other people I've heard that it was not so good. I don't know. I, I haven't heard bad things. I've heard either really good or meh. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah meh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's something I still need to see. Maybe I will see that. Okay. Yeah, I still need to see Aquaman, too. Um, I saw a preview for... So Vincent D'Onofrio is directing a movie, mm-hmm. and he's got some of his friends in it. I'm just like, well, I, I heard that Ethan Hawke's in it and Chris Pratt, and and but you know, not in big roles. And so I'm like, well, I don't know. And then I saw the preview for it, and it looks kind of cool. Okay. So it's called <laughs> The Kid, and it's based oh, on Billy the Kid. Cool. And it's based on a different kid, an actual kid who experiences, who, who witnesses Billy the Kid getting arrested by uh, Sheriff Pat Garrett. So, ah. um. So Ethan Hawke is Pat Garrett. Wow, um, that's interesting. This kid, Dane DeHaan, however you say his name, you recognize him? Oh, he's Billy yeah. the Kid. I like him as an actor. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's like he makes some terrible choices, but he's good. He does. Our boy Jardine's in it? Oh no way! Um, good for Jardine. Um, D'Onofrio directed. He's got a part in it. And then Chris Pratt plays a villain. That's weird. That is so weird. I so he's this boy's like blown. stepfather, and he's abusive. What? And he's he's got this big old beard. I'm like I I need to see Chris Pratt as a villain. I this need is, to. this is like yeah this is like hard to imagine. <laughs> I'm not going to see this in theaters, but I really hope it comes to streaming. How cool! I think it's just going to be a limited release. My insurance come come to Albuquerque, but right. You just watch the trailer. I mean, it's Chris Pratt's a villain. <laughs> I never even thought he would ever be a villain. Okay, I gotta watch this. Yeah, I gotta see this. That's right. amazing. How yeah. cool! Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, that's it. So that's, that's it for our show. Go to our website, Nerding Daily. Dot com. Follow us on Facebook, us Twitter, at, Instagram. At Nerding Daily, Gmail. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Goodbye. <laughs>